Welcome to the Prepped and Polished Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to take control of your education. Featuring weekly interviews with influencers in the world of education, as well as tutoring tips, lessons, and updates. And now, here's your host, Alexis Avila. Hi, everyone. This is Alexis Avila of Prepped and Polished, a tutoring and test prep firm that provides in-person and an online tutoring for the SAT, ACT, grad and private school tests, and academic subjects such as math, science, English languages, and study skills coaching. For more information, please check out preppedandpolished.com. I welcome you to the Prepped and Polished podcast, where we interview amazing and inspiring guests in the world of education, as well as offer tutoring and test prep tips, lessons, updates, as well as our Celebs Giving Back series focusing on celebrities who give back to the world in a positive way. Our interview series starts right now with episode 40 with Alan Katzman. Get to know the Prepped and Polished community. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Prepped and Polished. Joining our show today is Alan Katzman, founder and CEO of Social Assurity, a social media advisory services for schools, students, and parents. Social Assurity specializes in teaching best practices for safe digital citizenship and optimized usage of social media. Alan is an author and lawyer with a JD from Albany Law School of Union University. Alan talks about how students can use social media to work for them, not against them. To our listeners, you can submit a question at any time to Radio at Prepped and Polished. I love hearing from you. Alan Katzman, thanks for coming on the Prepped and Polished podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great, Alexis. Thanks for having me here today. Really appreciate it. Great. Alan, can you focus on a couple of pivotal moments that brings you to us today uh, as an expert and renowned speaker for social media optimization for college applicants, graduates, athletes, and job seekers? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Alexis, my background uh, is, is in the legal field. Uh, I was in-house counsel for many years for technology companies. And in the last role, uh, we were doing a lot of investigative work. And I noticed that our researchers were going directly to social media to assess character, integrity, and credibility of people we were looking into. It, I got curious about it and did my research and saw and, and realized that employers were also looking at social media for the same reasons for employees coming on board. And more interesting to me was that colleges uh, were beginning to take a look, uh, to look beyond the application to get an assessment of the applicant to see if they were for real, what kind of person they were. And my curiosity got the best of me, and I started thinking about it, and uh, came up with the idea for social assurity, um, which was essentially the, the original wave of conversation regarding social media was all couched in the negative. Um, the assumption was that teenagers were putting bad stuff out there, colleges would see it, and these teens, these applicants, would not get into their schools. I thought that was very limiting and thought there was a great opportunity uh, for students to take advantage of this. And I used the tagline at that time, um, if they're looking, then give them something to see. That's awesome. Um, you, you teach... Um 
youngsters, teens, adults, uh, social media citizenship. I love the the name of that. Um, what is social media citizenship, and are kids today practicing it? Well, I think it's really coming on strong, and I would say since I started the company a year ago, uh, we've seen great strides on that. Um, I think there is a vastly increased awareness of the permanence and the discoverability of social media activities. Um, I think that teens and, and middle schoolers are beginning to realize that social media is much more powerful than just a vehicle to communicate with their friends. They're hearing stories, they're understanding its capabilities and its potential. Uh, so I do believe that it's coming along and there are other people uh, like myself who have very strong passions about teaching uh, uh, teens the proper way or the realities, I should say, of social media. So along those lines, you know, we all hear the horrible stories of cyberbullying, and um, that is still happening, but the awareness of it is growing, and, and students are being taught empathy. Um, I would think that any indication of bullying or aggressive speech, one's social media footprint, would pretty much harm someone's ability to get into a college. I mean, that's probably, probably one of the greatest mistakes that uh, teenagers make. Um, the other areas that we really focus on and I, I speak about and write about is that a lot of teens are being fooled into the belief that they can be anonymous online and there are applications that seem to promise that anonymity, but it doesn't exist. Uh, so although they may be protected and may have uh, courage based upon that anonymity, it, it doesn't exist. Uh, so, so we're out there increasing the awareness. We, we talk about the various audiences that could see their activities, and we do stress on this future audience, which could be, as you said it when we opened here, admissions officers. It could be coaches, uh, recruiters, internships, scholarships, employers. So there's, a, there's an audience down the road that will take a look and assess them for their activities, and it's really important for them to understand uh, how, where they fit into that and how they can help themselves for their future. Very interesting. Um, so how, how, does, how can social media, doing social media the wrong way, hurt your chances of getting into a college? Well, I see it as three ways, Alexis. Uh, the, the common, the most, the most common understanding is that if you apply to school, um, there is a chance that an admissions officer may proactively uh, take a look at you. I've, I've spoken to a number of admissions officers who do look, and I think the misconception out there is that they're looking for reasons to reject the student. Their motive really is to learn more about the student. But if they're out there to learn more about the student and the activities or the, the, the presence online is inconsistent with what they're putting forward on their application, you know, that hurts their credibility. You know, I, I tell the story, it's a, um, in my speeches, you know, it's kind of just an example, but if someone writes a, an essay, a beautiful essay about how every year on Christmas Eve, uh, their parents took them to work in a soup kitchen, and here are the lessons that I learned over these many Christmas Eves, um, and this made me into a better person. 
you know, an essay like that. Well, if, if an admissions officer reads that and is somewhat touched and takes a look at that person's Facebook page, and for the past few Christmas Eves, that person was at a party um, doing things that are obviously not in a soup kitchen, you know, that, that goes right into one's credibility, and I think it would have a negative impact on their admission chances. But it goes much, much beyond that one-sided view that an, that an admissions officer will look. You know, on the other hand, if that admissions officer looks and there was evidence of that soup kitchen activity, of that extracurricular activity, that there was a, fo you know, photo, uh, a photo essay, um, a blog about the experience, something that adds depth and gives greater detail about these experiences that one is highlighting in an application, I think that's a big plus. Um, we look at it in two additional ways as well. All colleges, universities have social media presence. They have their Facebook page, their Instagram feed. They've got Twitter accounts. They're all on LinkedIn. We believe that students who can open up doors and have an opportunity to distinguish themselves from others by engaging in very smart ways with college communities using these platforms, following schools on LinkedIn, following professors on Twitter, seeing what they're talking about, seeing what's important to these college communities. If they engage, if they, whether it's by leaving comments on LinkedIn to some postings or retweeting what professors um, might be putting out there on Twitter, they're, they're engaging with the community. They're demonstrating interest, which has become a very important element of college admissions. The third piece that we look at um, for, for the admission cycle is probably one of the most important skills that students need to understand, and that is social media has become a huge database for colleges and even employers to actively recruit, to identify people, to see people that would have the traits and the interests and the credentials to work for them or to be a student at their school. If you're not out there on social media, if you're not, we call it optimized, if you're not optimized with keywords that if somebody was looking for a person like yourself, they would use these words, you should be found that that's happening. And because of the original, that, that first element of being scared that social media can only prevent you from getting into schools, we still see, and it's, it's amazing to me, a lot of students who are in their final year in high school putting up aliases on Facebook, shutting down some, some platforms, and not actively building content or building a presence to increase all these chances of them being found, increasing their chances of them distinguishing themselves from many, many other qualified candidates. Wow, you make some amazing points. Um, and, and I love how you are looking at long-term solutions and teaching ethics with this. Um, you know, we, we, we're very strong on making sure that what they're putting out there is, a, is authentic. Um, and, and essentially what we're looking at is, is a counterbalance. We assume that a lot of their activities are social in nature, teen-to-teen -teen social in nature, uh, may not reflect uh, the best side of their character to others. So we're looking to counterbalance that by putting out um, a, a broader spectrum of who they are as people, and what their interests are. 
What's a tip that a student can employ uh, if he has been kind of a knucklehead, maybe had had a couple party posts on there, um, yeah. needs needs to turn things around a little bit. You know, I gave this a lot of thought uh, as we as we built out our our methodology and all of our content. And again, when I first be, became involved in this sector, that was all the talk. Um, get rid of those pictures of the red cups of of, of drinking. Um, of other activities that we all know that, um, that uh, high school students partake in. And I think that really unfairly, you know, uh, uh, turned it the other way. Uh, I'm not so concerned, and, and the college admissions officers that I've spoken to are not all that concerned that someone under 21 has had a drink. In fact, they're on a college campus. They know better than most that people under 21 in this country do drink. Now, that's not to say that every picture should, should have you holding a beer or, you know, other items. But what we like to do is to show the full spectrum. So if there's a few pictures of you out with friends and in, in, in a couple you may be holding a beer, we don't see that as being a problem at all unless you maybe you're applying to Brigham Young or some other uh, <laughs> university of that of that sort. But <clears throat> you know what what we what we really advocate is what are the what are the accomplishments? What are the activities, the interests, the passions that you're that you plan to highlight on your college essay or in your personal statement? Let's make sure that there's a connectivity between those attributes Right, that you're putting forth in the, in the application, that that can be seen along your social media. And it, it, it could be LinkedIn, Facebook, especially as, as, as the places. And we've seen a lot of our clients do beautiful jobs on Instagram. So if they're photographers, their portfolio is up on Instagram. If they're interested in um, architecture, we had one that had just a beautiful Instagram feed of them beautiful photographs of amazing buildings. So that extended and, and, and kind of was proof, social proof, that this person was dedicated and passionate about architecture. And I think it will help him uh, get, into, get into some very fine design schools. As far as a tip, we think the first one is to embrace your social media. Don't hide it. Take a look at it. You know, even have a third person kind of review what's out there and give you feedback about what kind of person do you come off as? Do you come off as a serious student, having intellectual curiosity, leadership? Are you mature? Are you ready for the challenge of college? Or do you come off as a bit irresponsible, unengaged? Um, you know, to, to your point about the stereotypical teenager, you know, are you on the verge of becoming an alcoholic? Um, this kind of feedback from, a, from an impartial third party helps set the table to take the steps to correct or enhance what may, what may already be out there. Wow. Um, what's your take on this? Because I, I see this happening a lot. Do, sh should teachers invite students and vice versa on Facebook? Such a great question. 
Um, you know, I, a lot of schools have the policies out there uh, that they oh. can't, and I think that's just terribly wrong. And I think it was, you know, always a few bad apples spoil things for everybody. So maybe there were some incidents where teachers, uh, you know, friended students, and it got bad. And so sure. uh, schools say this can't be happening, stop it. I think it's one of the greatest lessons for students to and teachers to know that, you know, they're following each other, they're seeing what each other is posting. I think it sets a great role model mm. for um, responsible social media use. I think one of, the, one of the biggest problems, and it's kind of happening right now, or correcting itself right now, I should say, is we, we read about teens oversharing. So every aspect of their life, they'll just mm -hmm. put out a post. Mm -hmm. And I think if, if their community, if, 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 if teens were, friend, were friends on Facebook with not only their, their colleagues, but teachers and um, family, uh, and, and broaden that spectrum of who is seeing what they're posting, you know, I think it gives them greater, uh, greater control, and maybe they don't need to be sharing everything about their life because they're giving up all of their privacy. And once it's out there, the problem is you can't take it back. It's out there forever. And that, then that becomes problematic down the road. Absolutely. What about adults? Have you seen adults um, you know, with careers, um, businesses, um, needing to, to watch what they, you know, or practice citizenship as well? Yeah, uh, see, I, 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 I'm still amazed that um, educated people uh, can be so silly when it comes to social media. I mean, there was mm. just an article yesterday about how a, an employee um, at Nordstrom was fired because of a Facebook post. Wow. Uh, the Facebook post was... Uh, you know, going in on the current events of what's going on with uh, uh, the African-American community and the police, mm -hmm. and uh, this employee, I think, pretty much said, you know, policemen should be killed. Uh, wow. You know, just a horrible statement, and here's the problem for adults, and this is a perfect example. We no longer have our professional lives and personal lives. If I have a Facebook page, I'm Alan Katzman on Facebook, and I may put down there, I'm, a, I'm employed by you know, ABC company. Well, at that moment, when I put down who my employer is, my activities are reflecting upon that business. You know, it's not only employers looking at um, applicants' social media to determine whether they should get hired or college admissions, looking at uh, students' social media to see if they should be accepted, but in business, if, if somebody's calling me representing ABC company, chances are very good we're going to Google them, we're going to look at them before we meet them on LinkedIn, we may look at them on Facebook, and the assessment we make about them as a person is going to reflect on that business. So it's, it's incumbent upon all of us to understand that the, the distinction between professional life and personal life, if you're on social media, is gone. Wow. It's just gone. So, so 
I think adults need a lot of this education as well, because again, you know, it's like handing the keys of the car to handing the keys to the car to someone who's never driven before. Mm-hmm. And you know, think about how dangerous that would be. And that's what's happening, I think, a lot on social media. Alan, please talk about the various programs you offer. Um, do you work remotely, and uh, do you offer packages? Let's draw that out a little. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, at the highest level, I do a lot of speaking at um, schools and college events. I speak to students. I speak to parents uh, just to give them an overview of what's happening and how they can um, work towards making, giving themselves a better chance of getting into the best schools or getting the best jobs. Um, below that, we do work with students. Uh, and what we do is that we do a three-part assessment. So basically with just their name, their email address, and the school they go to, we'll do a search. So as I said before, you know, we do that objective third-person search. We don't know anything about the student. Uh, here's, what, here's what we found online about you, and here are the personal attributes we would, um, we would describe you as having based upon your online profile. That's usually a big disconnect with the person that they are. And at that point, after they receive our report, we'll talk to the student with or without the parents for about an hour, find out what it is they want to do, where they want to go to school, what are the um, activities that they think are most important uh, in their development and show their leadership or whatever else they want to uh, discuss with the school. We take that information and then we put together a very detailed, we call it optimization and also remediation report, where we say, okay, if, these are, if, if this is what you want to do and, and these are the activities you want to highlight, you need to be, and, and it's usually, of course, you know, we always recommend everybody goes on LinkedIn, uh, but we have our own methodology on how to enhance a LinkedIn profile for a high school student and a college student because for them, it's not about what they've done, which is the way LinkedIn is pretty much designed, but it's about what they intend to do, what they aspire to be, and it's a very different presentation. Um, we talk about Google+, and we talk about Twitter. Uh, we, we teach the students that Twitter is not a vehicle to communicate with their friends 140 characters at a time, but rather it's a great networking tool um, that they can target um, thought leaders in the areas of their interest or leaders at the schools um, that are top of their list. And it's a great way to open doors of opportunity to be seen, as I said before. Um, we also speak and, and take a deep dive into the power of Facebook. Um, Facebook is a very misused tool and you know, with the realization that on Facebook, not only are you on it, but the college admissions officer who is reviewing your application is on it, the, you know, the, the key, key people um, in any community are on it. So it really is a way to, if you optimize it, use keywords, understand how their search works, um, it really becomes a great tool, again, to be found and to 
extend the reach of your application to show a lot more about you and hopefully in ways that will impress and have you stand out from others. Wow. What's the uh, most rewarding uh, part of your work, Alan? The, our client's response. Uh, we, you know, we came into this and very few people were talking the way that we do. Uh, and we've, we've been fortunate to have found some great early clients. And we, we're waiting. I mean, we're waiting for um, the acceptances to come out. But everybody who we've worked with has thanked us, uh, changing the way they view social media, teaching them these long-term skills that will help them not only get into college, but also help them get into grad school or, or get jobs. You know, one of the things, Alexis, that, that I'm really tracking very closely, and I, I mentioned it briefly before, but it's this whole concept of using social media as a, as a database for businesses. Um, a lot of businesses are not posting jobs anymore. They, are, they know that they want to hire somebody, say, an engineer. We need a, an, a recently, uh, uh, an engineer who recently graduated from college. We like engineers from RPI. We, we like engineers, obviously, from MIT. So they search those schools, they search class years, and they search people living near the facility that they want to hire them in because they don't want to pay relocation. So what will come up very easily, whether it's on LinkedIn or if, if, they, if they're looking on Facebook, um, if that information is out there, people are going to be found. And these companies are then sending out emails or contacting these people saying, we're interested in you for this position. Uh, so what we do from the very beginning and what we're hoping for from middle school, high school, college, and onward is teaching these very important skills because we don't believe this is going away. We think this is just going to get bigger and more prominent in the way people are being selected and you know, uh, having an aspect and so having an impact in so many aspects of one's life. So, long answer to a short question: <laughs> the response to our the, the our client response to our work. And how can we get in touch with you? Well, we have obviously we have a very big social media footprint, <laughs> uh, but our website is socialassurity.com. Uh, we're very active on Twitter, more for the parents, and, and that's at Social Assurity. Um, and for, the, for, for kids, for teens and college students, we have a, a very well-received Instagram feed. Uh, but the best way to reach me, if you have any questions, you can send me an email at Alan, A-L-A-N, at Social Assurity, or call me anytime on my mobile, which is 908 342 2236 and we're always around awesome and to to any teen listening to the podcast today uh, any any advice for him or her uh, before they cross that bridge into young adulthood yes um, if you're in high school right now and uh, if you're a freshman sophomore junior uh, the piece of advice uh, that I think applies to everyone is to blog. Set up a blogger account, or if you have your own personal website, start writing. 
because writing, the ability to write, is one of the most important skills, regardless of what you choose to do uh, with your career. Um, write about anything that interests you, and write, you know, once every every 90 days, you can write about something, and keep it posted. I, I do suggest Blogger because it, it ranks very high with Google, and if people are searching you, they'll see your writing, they'll see your interests, they'll see your point of view, and it, it's a great way to create a very public record and, put you, and, and to showcase your writing skills. I think it's a great place to start. Excellent. Well, Alan Katzman, thank you for joining us on the Prepped and Polished podcast. Appreciate your time. Alexis, thank you very much for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. This wraps up our show today with Alan Katzman. To learn about the amazing work Alan does with kids, parents, and professionals, visit his site, www.socialassurity.com. That's social, A-S-S-U-R-I-T-Y, dot com. Thank you for joining us on the Prepped and Polished podcast. Now go out there and take control of your education. You've been listening to the Prepped and Polished podcast. For more information, check out PreppedAndPolished.com. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Class dismissed.